Our podcast is part of the World Podcast Network, now with over 1,000 podcasts. Visit the World Podcast Network at https forward slash forward slash worldpodcast.network to listen to podcasts in over 12 genres. Come vote our podcast episodes up and help us rise on the leaderboard. If you have a podcast of your own, you can join for free. You're listening to the This Is How We See It podcast with your host, Eric Lee. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe. Now, here's Eric. Thanks for tuning in to the show. Welcome to it. My name is Eric Lee, and thank you for spending just a little bit of your day with me. So guys, I've been under the weather. That's why you haven't heard from me in a couple of days. And I pray (laughs) that I get through this episode without coughing up a lung Uh, I had a really, really, really bad sinus infection. The doctor said um, I had a bacterial infection. And I took my last antibiotic pill on yesterday. So I'm glad of that. Um, I don't really like antibiotics because, well, you guys know why. So I'm just drinking this hot tea with honey and lemon. And hoping that uh, I can get through this episode. I miss you guys. When I don't do a show, I miss talking to you guys. So, today's show, I've named it For the Love of Money. And we're going to be talking about Donald Trump's New York fraud trial that just concluded not too long ago. So I got this um, from Rudders.com. And it says, a New York judge has ruled that Donald Trump must pay 354 Point nine million dollars in penalties for fraudulently overstating his net worth to dupe lenders, handing the former president another legal setback in a civil case that imperils his real estate empire. Justice Arthur Engeron, I hope. That's how you pronounce this last name. Also banned Trump, who is running to regain the presidency this year, from serving as an officer or director of any New York corporation for three years. Trump's lawyer, lawyer Alina Habba, Habba, vowed to appeal. Engeron canceled his prior ruling from September, ordering the dissolution of companies 
that control pillars of Trump's real estate empire, saying that this was no longer necessary because he is appointing an independent monitor and compliance director to oversee Trump's businesses. Trump and the other legal defendants in this case, Ingeron wrote in the ruling, are incapable of admitting the error of their ways. Hmm. He goes on to say their complete lack of contrition and remorse borders on pathological. Let me say that again. He wrote their complete lack of contrition and remorse borders on pathological. He said instead they adopt a see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil posture that the evidence belies. The lawsuit brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James accused Trump and his family businesses of overstating his net worth by as much as $3.6 billion a year over a decade to fool bankers into giving him better long terms. Trump, who also faces criminal charges in four other cases, has called the lawsuit a political vendetta by James, who is a Democrat. So, you know, everything, anytime somebody tries to hold him accountable, it's always some type of political vendetta. It's always some, you know, it's, 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 never, it's never his responsibility. Oh, this is happening because somebody else doesn't like me a true sign of a narcissist. In posts on his social media platform, Trump called Ingeron Crooked James. No, he called Ingeron Crooked. He called James corrupt. And the case against him, election interference and a witch hunt. He says, this decision is a complete and total sham, he wrote. We cannot let injustice stand. You're absolutely right, Trump. We can't let injustice stand. And that's why the judge has ordered you to pay almost $355 million. Ingeron, who decided the case without a jury, also barred Trump and his companies named in the suit from applying for loans from any financial institution chartered in New York for three years, which could curtail his ability to obtain credit from major U.S. banks. The judge said Trump and his companies passed run-ins with the law were part of the reason for the stiff penalties. The Trump Organization was found guilty of criminal tax fraud in 2022. Two other entities Trump ran previously settled allegations of wrongdoing 
brought by New York State. So this is not the first time. This is not the first time. Trump's oldest sons, Don Jr. and Eric, also were defendants in the case. The judge ordered them to pay $4 million apiece. Their lawyer, Clifford Robert, called the decision a gross injustice and said he believes it will be overturned on appeal. Former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg, who pled guilty to tax fraud in a separate criminal case, was ordered to pay $1 million and barred for life from managing any New York company's finance. Finances. Hmm. James said the penalties paid by all defendants totaled more than $450 million, including interest. She went on to say, Donald Trump is finally facing accountability for his lying, cheating, and staggering fraud. Because no matter how big, rich, or powerful you think you are, no one is above the law. The judge's decision could deal a major blow to Trump's real estate empire, even as the businessman turned politician leads by a wide margin in the race for the Republican nomination to challenge President Joe Biden in the November election. During the trial testimony in November, Trump conceded that some of his property values were inaccurate, but insisted that banks were obligated to do their own due diligence. So again, it's not my fault that I lied. They should have done their homework. Well, now, I got to agree with them there. I got to agree with them there. They should have done their homework, but you shouldn't be lying. Aragon criticized Trump for his behavior during his testimony and wrote that the testimony hurt his cause. Donald Trump rarely responded to the questions asked, and he frequently interjected long, irrelevant speeches on issues far beyond the scope of the trial, he wrote. His refusal to answer the questions directly, or in some cases at all, severely compromised his credibility. It is unclear how much access to cash Trump has, and estimates of his fortune vary, which Forbes pegging his net worth at $2.6 billion. Trump testified in a disposition last year that he had roughly $400 million in cash. So you see where this is going. Now, Letitia James says that 
all the penalties combined are $450 million. Trump is saying, I only have $400 million in cash. In another civil trial, a jury last month found that Trump must pay writer E. Jean Carroll $83.3 million for defaming her by denying her claim that he raped her decades earlier. Trump has vowed to appeal. Now, you know, we talked about that. Another jury last year ordered Trump to pay Carol $5 million in a separate case. Trump is under indictment in four criminal cases, including one in New York related to hush money paid to a porn star. The judge overseeing that case set a March 25th trial date. Trump has also been charged in Florida for his handling of classified documents after leaving office and in Washington and in Georgia for his efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss. Trump has pleaded not guilty in all of those cases. Well, of course. Of course he's going to say he's not guilty. During the civil fraud case, Trump lashed out in the courtroom on January 11th, the day of closing arguments against the judge and James while proclaiming his innocence. He said, you have your own agenda. Trump scolded Engeron, who told Trump's lawyer to control your client. The judge during the trial fined Trump $15,000 for twice violating a gag order against disparaging court staff. Engeron ruled in September that Trump's financial statements were fraudulent, leaving the focus of the trial on how much Trump should pay in penalties, which we now know is $354. Let me me try that again. $354 million. I hear people often misquote the scripture and say that money is the root of all evil. But the Bible doesn't say that money is the root of all evil. The Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. Because money in good hands is a good thing. There are people that have large amounts of money and they do good with what God has blessed them and has given them. But put that same money in bad hands and you've got yourself a problem. When you will lie steal, and cheat to get money, that 
is where the evil comes in. And that is what we have here. People are cheering. And for the most part, saying that justice is being served. And then some people are cheering because they just don't like Trump. I will continue to say what an embarrassment this is for our country. I don't think anything is funny about it. A former president of the United States indicted and found guilty for serious crimes. And one of those crimes against the very country he swore to protect. And mind you, he is running again for office. I know you've heard that the Supreme Court has decided to hear his immunity case. Legal scholars, former federal judges are baffled that they would even take this case up. Now, I've heard some say that it's because they want to put the question to bed once and for all that no one, not even a president, is above the law. But I've heard some people say that some of them, some of the Supreme Court justices, may even believe that he is immune from prosecution. Now listen, I say this all the time on this show, and I, and I, and I 100% believe it. Nobody is perfect. No one is perfect. Not even Donald Trump. But here's the thing. No one is requiring perfection from him. What about decency? What about just being a decent person? Let's, let's get past perfect perfection. How about just being a decent, law-abiding citizen? Can we get that? Is that too much to require? No matter what he does, it never ceases to amaze me how his base will follow right behind him. Guilty verdict after guilty verdict. And it looks like he will become the Republican 
nominee. I told you before that to some, right and wrong depends on who's doing it. Because see, if they like you, you will always be right. But if, you, if you're their guy, you're going to always be right. But if you're not their guy, then you will always be wrong. That's just how some people's warped minds think. Because I've said this before, and I will say this again. If this was Biden, if this was Obama that did all of this stuff, those same people would have a different story. They would be singing a different song. I'm not following anyone in the wrong. I don't care who you are. It's just the way I was taught. The Bible says that if the blind lead the blind, they both are going to fall in a ditch. They're both are going to perish. Somebody's got to see. Somebody's got to stand up for truth. Somebody's got to stand up for righteousness. Right and wrong to me is not a person. You are either right or you are wrong. And I am going to love you enough to tell you when you are wrong. As I would hope someone would love me enough to tell me when I'm wrong. Well, that's my show. We'll see you next time. Bye for now.